0: style helps you get up the stairs and down truman the 41 says style helps you get up the stairs and down welcome back guys to you have to wear something and um this is a very exciting episode for me people are always asking me um to design t-shirts with them and it's really annoying because most people don't really have an idea of what it's like to start a collection or a line Or t-shirts so back in the day I used to sell graphic tees and I was very very picky about what I sold and the most exciting line I ever sold was by Christopher Lee Salve and just a little bit about him he is a I'm gonna use Wikipedia here I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna basically cheat and say that um, Christopher Lee Salve is a pop artist from Canada um who is known for creating controversial works sometimes um, about celebrities or public figures, especially in fashion um what I really loved about his work was um, I love that he represented um, figures that people weren't necessarily talking about or what I consider the old guard of fashion like Andre Leon Talley, Anna Wintour, Klaus Nomi, um, Yves Saint Laurent, Diana Vreeland, and all you youngins out there, you influencers, I know you get all of your information from memes and um, Kylie Jenner but unfortunately Before that the people who laid the foundation I love to give homage and that's what he was doing in his work And I really loved it and it was attractive Um, and so it's not easy to have a hit t-shirt line. And so I really wanted to talk to him about that and just overall being an artist and what it's like to be a, a modern artist working with brands such as Marc Jacobs, Diane Von Furstenberg, Sephora, etc. cetera. So um, a warm welcome to him. Hello and welcome to the show, Christopher. Thank you. Should I call you Christopher? Should I say the whole thing? No, Chris is fine. Chris is fine, okay, cool. Some people are <laughs> like, I'm a Christopher. i right. not a Chris, yeah. <laughs> Um, so first of all, welcome to LA, Christopher. By the way, from I don't I don't really know his background as a, a child. But when did you come to the states?
1: I moved here. Well, actually, to Seattle, Washington. I went to high school. Okay. Um, in the nineties. Okay. Quite a while ago. We're talking Kurt Cobain days. Yeah, me too. Um, so we're yeah.
0: we're peers. So I, right. I feel you on that. <laughs> totally. I was Daria and TLC all at the same damn time. Exactly. So.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so, like, early 90s in Seattle, and then New York, like, early 2000s. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, so you, and then do you feel like a New Yorker after being there for so long? Um, yeah, I guess
1: so. I, I have a strong connection to New York. I think, you know, New York is, especially for, you know, fashion, because, you know, that's the... I think that you can represent yourself on the street, mm-hmm. which I've always found really inspiring. How people carry themselves when they're walking around, and you know, it's not only the language of the clothing what you're wearing, but also the attitude. And I think that's what attracted me to New York and what okay. makes me feel at home there.
0: Were you um, a street artist first? Were like were you were you into graffiti, or did you do like stickers, or were you a tagger? Um. Or just, you know, street I, art, like Banksy type. Yeah, I kind of, I dabbled,
1: I, I really started out basically like at Adbusters magazine. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, back in the day. And that was a cool magazine. For sure, yeah. Ah, save the magazines. I know,
1: <laughs> it was fun, it was really cool, and I guess that's why I kind of just started making collages and kind of really, I learned a lot from, you know, the people I worked there with Michael signs and Kala um, Lazen and, and Valerie Tai. And, really worked with them and got shown this whole art world and got to work with lots of photographers and different artists, Banksy, stuff like that. And that's kind of how I got inspired really was from there. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. And so that's how you started. And when did you see things start to shift? Because, you know, sometimes in the freelance life, you know, you're holding down a regular job or, you know, um, how did you focus in Beeline? Because you have a very specific look to your graphic art. And I'd I, I love to know what was like their turning point. where you like, I'm 100% committed to this. And I know I have a distinctive style. And yeah. basically, you know, I don't know if you started your own line first. Or if people started to hire you for work. Or, or all at the same time.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I never think about that too much. I think that... I guess like if I, how I started the t-shirt line, if, is that what you mean more? Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird start. <laughs> so I was at Diamo Furstenberg, and I was working there as a designer. Okay. Um, and then I think it was about two years later, and I quit. Um, and I was living in the West Village at the time. Okay. And, you know, I was like 25 or whatever, and I'm like, I quit. And then mm-hmm. went freelance, and I was like, oh, wait, I have $400 in my bank
0: <laughs> account. <laughs> and I was like, fuck.
1: Yeah. Um, no, so, you can
0: say fuck. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, fuck is awesome. Uh, fuck is like the smart people smart people say fuck all the time it's so like a trucker no <laughs> I filter I do too yeah I try to we're, we're keeping a real intellectual and in so you can say fuck
1: <laughs> so um, yeah basically I was living in the West Village with my best friend Tara Rice and we were she's an awesome artist and we were sharing this apartment and I had this idea where I was because Anna there was rumors
0: about Anna Winter being fired mm-hmm. and all that stuff back in the day with yes like, and I, I just, thought Emanuel Alt was going to take over. And see, I yeah. was following this up. So while you were doing that, I'm in Chicago, like, reading all the magazines. I'm like, no, oh keep God. Anna. And then it really spoke to me. But anyway, continue. Well, those were the
1: days, yeah, Amy O'Dell was at the uh-huh. club. Uh-huh. And, you know, she would write articles. And it was like, it was this, before, I think, like, those big fashion, like, Anna Wintour, Andrew talley and... Carl Lagerfeld were really superstars like you know rock stars right you know and it was kind of just before that point
0: yes and like you you either knew or you didn't knew and it was yeah. either your interest or it wasn't your interest No, it wasn't like everyone was this expert kind of like the, what we're living in now right
1: exactly yeah it was kind of they were I guess the September issue came out like mm-hmm. 2009 and that was yes. a big the kind of thing but I had this idea for Save Anna and then uh, did like a sketch and then did like just kind of what I do like the style of you know uh, almost a silkscreen of her face with the same Anna below it Mm -hmm. and then I printed like 20 shirts in New Jersey and spent all my money that I had on these shirts and then sent them to uh, writers and brands and stuff like that Um, and started the same Anna campaign and then with Suzanne Barch we did nightclubs. if you remember that like at the Green our greenhouse and all that kind of stuff, and just started doing these save animal parties because the, the attitude in New York at that time was just kind of very. It was the recession, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, whatever,
0: mm-hmm, and partying, and so. Yeah, people were trying to feel good because things were going bad, like the real estate crisis, Lehman Brothers, all that. Yeah, yeah. and it was.
1: It was weird because it was like all these crashes happening and everything but then there was this attitude that was happening around then where it was just like let's just do whatever we want like you know what i mean and so it was kind of a very experimental time i think for me anyways it was a
0: that was great of you too in new york which is a, a, a yeah. hustle in itself just to be present in that city and yeah. to invest and kind of like kind of know that it was going to be something but still not be sure so that was amazing so really Correct that t-shirt so I imagine that they wrote about it
1: yeah I mean I didn't expect it to it just kind of really went crazy viral online and then um you know and then in in Europe and in uh, Japan um and then basically companies were asking me to sell the shirt inside stores and then I was like oh okay cool and then so I made like hang tag or labels inside the mm-hmm. shirt with rubber stamps, I don't even remember that. Yeah.
0: And then I just rubber stamp I have all my stays. t-shirts by the way. Oh my god, I have awesome. them all. Your I choice. don't wear them too much because I don't want to like pit stain them, you know, yeah. it's so gross. <laughs> uh, but what I'll probably end up doing is like cutting the- uh, Oh, that's the, what you're supposed to do. The uh, arms off of them. Yeah. But I still have I, what I own and my brother has the Keith Haring and then the Klaus and I, I kept, a, I have two Sabanas, uh, Andre Leon Talley. And um, no something else, yeah. Queen one, I, I have all these. I, have them all. I have. I have them all. I have all, all of them. And so yeah. I think, like, I've been wearing them for a long time. Like, obviously, since oh seven, oh eight, I've had these t shirts. So yeah. um, some of them are in better condition than others. But yeah, uh, yeah.
1: that's the cool thing about t shirts. So I think, like, once they get old and like you know they, they become more worn I think that's when they become even cooler mm-hmm. you know and like that's why I try to choose like really like like um, like a thick cotton because mm-hmm. you want that like you know when you have a vintage shirt and it has like holes and it starts tearing so and, cool yeah and it just becomes like a, a second skin yeah you know yeah
0: Yeah. So like, no oh. it was really great and so I don't know how I found out about you I think probably like Hype Beasts or High Stobiety oh. were the things I was following and selectism at the time and um, yeah. I was like I want like all of them and I always sold out every t-shirt i I never had to put it on sale oh, it was wow. amazing it was really cool and we had a whole yeah. Save Anna event in Chicago right me, I have the photos yeah me yeah. and my friend Sadie and we were at the opening and we were in front of the we were like Save Anna we had like a um uh, like a protest in front of this like yeah. movie theater like we did in Tokyo it's like save Anna yeah, yeah. exactly I have, and, I, um, I was just
1: looking at photos on my hard drive and mm-hmm. I came across those yeah
0: yeah and, and uh, it was just so so fun and so great and I just remember um, thinking like wow this guy is like such a like a cool artist um, and then the whole bananas thing can you tell me a little bit about that with Rachel Zoe oh god yeah what did she try to sue
1: you that was a while ago. That was the I Die Bananas shirt. Yeah, she says yeah. she says
0: I Die Bananas, right? Those are right. like her trademark words or whatever, her yeah. catchphrases.
1: Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, she sent a cease and desist letter and then Perez Hilton wrote about that. And then that turned into a whole thing. And then I printed the cease and desist letter on a t-shirt. Oh, and shit. And sent it to her. Yeah, that was like a crazy...
0: But you, you never know. ceased to desist? You Did you keep making no, your bananas? No, I making them, yeah. <laughs> like, so. so you can't see. Don't get afraid about a letter. Right. <laughs> just keep doing you <laughs> if that ever happens to you. I love that. I can like...
1: pay paper my house and cease and desist. But she, was, she was genuinely... She
0: was for real upset about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I you know... You, don't know whether or not it's actually her or her mm-hmm. agent or her mm-hmm. PR, you know, it was from her, but, um, you know, I guess, you know, celebrities want to protect things out there. And yeah. I, I think her was show was huge her, at that time. Yeah. Her reality show. A clothing line, I think. Yeah. And
0: something. it is out. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. Okay. It is. It is out. <laughs> no, Rachel Zoll came out with a clothing line, I think in 2010. Oh. I think that's she's that's had a clothing that's line that's for that's eight years. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's cool it's like a it's one of those like it's got reformation pricing where it's like it's not a five thousand dollar dress but it's not a two hundred dollar yeah. dress it's like a four hundred dollar dress so good for Rachel so, oh right, know, o, right?
1: that can you know market and put themselves out there and you know do a reality show and then sell product that's that's great
0: oh uh, so you feel like your um like your art became famous from the t-shirt line is that true Um, well, I think,
1: yeah, I think like what it was, was um, kind of taking things that were on the pulse and then kind of, you know, creating them into simple, iconic graphic symbols. And then, yeah. And I think like, basically from that, I got to really, as an artist, really experiment with what style I like, like I love like, you know, punk flyers, like I've always loved like those kind of photocopies Mm. and uh, Andy Warhol, Keith Haring, Klaus Nomi. And the idea of rebel, like uh, like rebels basically. Like, yeah. I've always been attracted to people that rebel and that are uh, rebelling against society or norms and stuff like, some stuff like that. So that's kind of where I get inspired to do it. And then the t-shirts are a great uh, way for me to, to showcase it because I love to see it on people. And then I love uh, the idea of like being able to photograph people wearing them too. Mm-hmm. And there's something about when you're wearing, like, say, an Anna Piaget shirt or a Andre Leone Talley or Klaus Nomi, you kind of take on that persona. You're showing the world that you love that person and yeah. what they believe in and them as an artist. And, you know, much like a tattoo, if you get a tattoo of, you know, somebody that you idolize, you know?
0: Yeah, which you have really great. He has really great tattoos, guys. <laughs> and they're separated. They're, they're like almost sleeves. But at the same time it has like a Chanel number no. five and an Andy Warhol <laughs> and um Nomi's here. Claes-Nomi, Mickey Mouse. Um yeah. real sick. Yeah, these are really, really amazing um, tattoos a lot of people do it wrong. And um so when you um so after this, do you feel like you kind of elevated yourself and then you started kind of working with these major brands? They wanted to work with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um you know, I think it's like a lot of self-promotion, mm-hmm. you know, I was very shamelessly but, self-promoting myself. Free, free Insta, <laughs> yeah, free exactly. Snapchat, you yeah. know, I
0: mean, Facebook, I think was around, but you know.
1: Yeah, I was like sending stuff out all the time and, you know, and, and really like trying to kind of just get my stuff out there and, you know, and and, and the club kids in New York with Suzanne Barge and all those mm-hmm. guys. and um you know it's just a really awesome because i love taking photographs so it was really cool to like shoot and and do that kind of thing and um yeah it's a lot of fun
0: um so you know now that you're kind of at this level you're really autonomous at this point Mm -hmm. um and i know that a lot of those like first of all can people still just like those prints or those t-shirts? No, not no, right I, now. Oh my yeah. gosh, so I've never, I gotta protect yeah. my shit. I should probably just like frame it in yeah. the t-shirt and with it all soiled and dirty and put it like up on the wall. Yeah. Because I really love, I think it's cool to do stuff like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Though um, no, I stopped, um, the t-shirts, the last time I sold them was two years ago or three mm-hmm. years ago. And I've been kind of, I want to just kind of take a break mm-hmm. um, from from the T-shirt brand, just for yeah. a while, until like I come up with a new collection. So that's what I've been working on the past six months cool. on this whole new collection. And,
0: and is that, it annoying? Is it like what? Like retail is a hassle. Yeah, as we both know, yeah. and um it's like a love hate with fashion, right? Like it starts with this grand runway show, but when yeah. it really trickles down, people are buying like perfume and belts, and right. that's what really keeps makeup. these brands and makeup. Yeah. Right, these smaller things, they're not buying you know, $10,000 yeah. worth of, you know, one on one, spending mm-hmm. 10 grand on one dress. Yeah. And so, um, and then like you said, when you wholesale it, and then like stores put your stuff yeah. on sale, and you really don't want your stuff on sale, yeah, you yeah. kind of lose a little bit of the control. Um, was it starting to get on your nerves? And there's no wrong answer. <laughs> It was. I okay. think. I think once
1: I realized that you know this was a fun hobby, then it turned into this crazy large business. I think I was not enjoying it as much. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's when, you know, I had to kind of really decide like what I started and what like, you know, the reason I started doing this. And mm-hmm. I think that was because I enjoy art and I enjoy you know, um, people that have a genuine love for fashion. And so I think that, you know, my decision to keep it small and kind of very like collaborating with the right people like Screw Laforge and, you know, Marc Jacobs and things like that, I think are, you know, the creative outlets that I kind of really enjoy about it. And, you know, but uh, dealing with retail, Patricia Field is amazing. She was like the best person in the world oh, to work Patricia with. Field. That was always yeah. a go-to
0: for me, her store, yeah. whenever I went to New York. It was like, yeah, I don't know, I was wearing like Playboy bunny t-shirts, you know, oh, back in 08, and her store was like a mess and it was amazing. Yeah. Well, she was, yeah, because I'm, I'm inspired by Fiorucci. Do you Ruchi. know who Patricia Field is, influencers? No, you don't. Anyway, next. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Fiorucci. <laughs> yeah, right, right, Fiorucci.
0: I'm glad that we had a conversation. And people, I swear, if I talk to anyone, even just yeah. like five years younger, I, I bring up Anna Piaggi or someone, or even yeah. Patricia Field, people who are alive, and they're like, who, 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 who? Right. They, they don't know who I'm talking about. It's just, right. it's just, these other like it's a whole other world on Instagram but anyway yeah. but um yeah. yeah Patricia is amazing she's awesome i think like
1: yeah i mean i think her store i think we'll start seeing retail i mean retail is always changing and i think mm-hmm. like you know retail stores um you know have to relook at how they you know basically uh, like showcase themselves to the world right like so i think like you know people now they want to go in and have a selfie they want to you know have an experience and i think you know we went through the whole pop-up shop thing for yeah. how long but like um it's transforming and i think that you know people are doing things with collaborations with other artists i think it's 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 a really interesting time it is and because traditional
0: yeah. retail is a death sentence right like toys R jc penny yeah um unfortunately like even i was i was Working at Hugo Boston they close, and they have been on Rodeo Drive for 25 years. Wow! And um, they really need you. By the way, they need you to redesign their (laughs) t-shirts because they're not good. I really don't Um, sleep. uh, uh, But um, but anyway, but um, yeah. So so just to take a step back, so you really needed attention so you could get like work as an artist, right? And the t-shirts brought the attention. But now you're like, now that I have it, let me get back to my roots and what I I did this for. Right. Yeah. Full circle yeah and i think like
1: the thing is is like when designing the earlier stuff i kind of just did it i didn't really overthink it and i just kind of was like put it out there but the more people write about things or the more controversial things happen or you know i think that um sometimes as an artist you can overthink the process too much and that can kind of make you halt a little bit when you're in the process so now i'm kind of exploring things that I really enjoy doing. And um, so with the new f- new collection that I'm working on, it's going to be like a series of prints, um, probably t-shirts, I think. And of course, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about it again. And I think being in Hollywood is amazing because it's just like the center of pop. And it is very pop. Like, what yeah. do you
0: feel so when you say it's the center of pop is, does that mean that New York is not the center of pop like what's the difference for you the biggest difference because I know you're new to Hollywood you've been yeah. here almost a year you were in Venice now you're in Hollywood and, yeah. and are you like how is it going like are you like missing New York <laughs> are you I, adjusting well you're not sure
1: uh, I guess I, I kind of always am missing something like I feel like I'm kind of you know like Morrissey in that sense that I've always like to be kind of a little bit, you know, mourning something, Mm. you know, whether or not grass is always greener on the other side, you know, but I think, no, I think like New York and LA both have something that's really interesting. I think that LA is pop in the most kind of like, well, obviously Hollywood and film and stuff like that, but it's just, it's the weirdest place in the world. It is. It's weird. And like New York's weird too, but you know, I think, like, for me, being here is just, like, I think it's good to have a new energy and kind of, you know, and there's definitely in our neighborhood, like, you see, like, a lot of cool, like, kids and, like, you know, interesting fashion. I mean,
0: Hollywood Boulevard is, yeah. like, outrageous, you know, and yeah. one time I was in an Uber pool and Andy Dick got in and he lives in the neighborhood. Right. And I was like, D- I think just Hollywood is just so... Yeah. So so weird and when yeah. I um I feel like I've seen everyone here too. Like yeah. I feel like people really ignore celebrities in New York and in LA it's kind of like the yeah. paparazzi was like fought like right in the face oh. of like people you know if i'm at alfred's tea and like whatever like bella hadid is walking up it's like 20 people bombarding her like i i feel like you wouldn't i haven't seen paparazzi here yet oh you've never seen when you see that like in person you'll be like you know where you can see it a lot is melrose place so if you ever work at either Alfred's coffee or Alfred's tea, which is they open a shop right across the uh, street, you will see like some kind of paparazzi situation. Yeah. And they're literally is so weird like are you hiding in the bushes? They come out of nowhere. Like how did you know I remember in New York they did that. Like yeah. all of a sudden
1: like one
0: they're like flies
1: and then all of a sudden like there's like forty and they're just out of nowhere just it's, it's kind of crazy
0: yeah you know? it, it is so weird and it, and, it, and it, honestly, you can see how someone could have an accident, unfortunately like a princess Diana situation where they're so Sorry. on top of you yeah. that you kind of you know they're moved, every time you take a little micro inch of a step, they take one and it, it's oh, like no. it, I think I would have like a, a panic attack well, i think <laughs> now
1: with cell phone like with you know people can take photos all the time and yeah it's crazy it's
0: crazy how will we see um something that you're currently working on. Cause I know you work with a lot of brands, but I don't know if it's confidential. I don't know if it's something like if we wanted to buy this or buy that or collect Mm -hmm. you or how will we do that? Um,
1: well right now I'm working. So like the new, the new series I'm working on, I want to kind of do it on Valentine's day. Mm. So I'm not going to sleep for a while, but, um, so right now I'm, yeah, right now I work, you know, I work a lot with Mark Jacobs and, um, Steve Madden and Aldo. Um, so I kind of do a lot of, like, uh, graphic design collages, that kind of stuff with them. Okay. Um, but for product-wise, for my own stuff, probably in 2019, I would say probably
0: February, March. Okay, yeah. cool. Save your, your coins, kids. Totally. Um, <laughs> and then if you had to think of, like, obviously you have so much more to do right I mean you said, mm-hmm. like 90s you make it seem like it, you know you're older but you're really young and right. what would you want your legacy as an artist to be like you want to be mm-hmm. remembered for or, I don't you know have you thought about that right well according to wikipedia say
1: <laughs> <people>, yes.
0: <laughs> said. That but you, you should go on wikipedia and just write all this bullshit about yourself and just mess <laughs> it up right there is one
1: which i don't know where it came from and it's none of it's what's wrong correct? yeah what's wrong yeah. have you seen something online
0: and you're like that's not
1: true at all all, all the time yeah there's like crazy stuff like yeah the, well, I, I remember that was it the nothing tastes as good as skinny feels shirt. Remember okay, that, yeah. That was on the news, and there was like, oh my god, it was crazy. Oh,
0: it was like antibody positive or something. Yeah, and I woke up in the morning and I had like something
1: like 400 emails and all these missed calls, and it was like at this on the six o'clock news and. We Um, live in sensitive times. You can't say
0: fat. You can't say... I mean, you really can't say anything. I mean, Halloween is such a sensitive time, too. It's like, oh, don't cultural appropriate. I mean, even with Coachella, we're living in just, like, sensitive times. And sometimes it's too sensitive. And I even say that as a minority, as a black woman, as a woman. Like, some of it is just, like... I can feel that, like, comedians can't make a joke about anything, almost, you know? Like, no one has a sense of humor anymore. Like, it's overly politically correct, I think, sometimes. And and I get it, you know? I get it. Um, But, yeah, 400 emails. Yeah, that's that's crazy. crazy. And then Anna, she recognized your t-shirt, right? Did she? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. I think that um, she's definitely seen it. Um, you know, because I was working for Alex Wang, so, right. you know, I would go to the fashion shows and stuff like that, and she would, she knows.
0: She knows what's up. She she knows more than people think she knows. Yeah. She's so quiet about
1: it. Well, with that kind of job, you have to be on mm-hmm. top of it all. I mean, you know,
0: you know. Well, look at this, like, 10 years later, she's still the editor. Look at that. You yeah. saved Hannah. Yeah. Guys, thank right. Christopher <laughs> Lee Salve for saving Anna. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I think for a legacy I think you know I think mostly just, you know, for myself, just being as creative, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way. Just as as an artist, as a designer, just to be able to do what you want, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's the most important thing to me is freedom. Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, freedom and then also Oh, uh, that's the most important thing to, to me too, but Yeah, like I think that's ultimately the goal like i think like you know when i was younger like i think there was other things like you know fame and money money yeah but as you get older
0: you kind of like you almost sometimes like do i want to give back like god forbid like you you want to do for others you want to mentor you want to pass things on you want to teach you yeah yeah, it becomes uh, more on purpose yeah exactly yeah Yeah. for sure yeah i think i'm at that point too which i was like i knew he would feel because i'm not some. Twinkie. Yeah. I'm feel like I'm in the middle, I'm not like old oh, as my parents and stuff like right. that. But I'm definitely in an anti phase. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um that's cool. That's cool. Okay. I'm trying to think. So, um, what would you say to someone who wants to start a T shirt line? Because I I hear this, I feel like yeah. I hear this. Twenty times if not more per month that you know what we're doing we start t-shirt line they think it's gonna blow up and they're gonna be Virgil Abel they're gonna be Christopher Lee Salve they're gonna be you know uh Brian Lichtenberg you know people who've done it right but people who always do it it it, it, a lot of times it doesn't work and you know
1: know, what do you you think
0: you gotta just keep
1: like you know there's I I would say like if you really want something it's like You know, there's going to be tons of failures. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to fail. Like, there's... Nothing is ever perfect. And I think that all you have to do is just be consistent and just keep going. You know? Like, Mm it doesn't matter if, you know, you put something out in the world and it doesn't, you know, work. Then you just go to the next thing. Right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, move on quickly. Don't Don't wallow. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, once you start setting yourself up and then being like, oh, this isn't working, this is failing. Well, you got to look at it and you got to be, how do I do this again? How do I change it? You know, because eventually it's going to take off and it's going to be a success. So you just have to keep, keep. See it. lots
0: of failures, guys. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Every overnight yeah. success put like seven to 10 years into their business, probably. For sure.
1: And I think, you know, there's a stigma with artists and creatives that are, You know, like, you wait for the inspiration to come, Mm -hmm. and that's when you create. But, you know, I I think it's not true that you have to, like, every day, just, like, the gym or just whatever else you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Like flex your muscle a little bit, right? It's better
0: to do 20 minutes every day than four hours once a month. You're kind of... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you're watering... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. you're, you're like, watering your garden, right? You plant a seed, and then, like,
0: you gotta, like, tend to it. Yeah, and
1: I think, you know, now... We live in a time when everything's really fast. We're, we're yeah. always connected to the internet. We're on Wi-Fi, and, um, and we create things really fast. We create Instagram posts. We create collages on there. We create all this content, you mm-hmm. know? And there's so much content now. It's, you know, it's like, overwhelming. You, yeah. you have to take breaks from it. Yeah, like I can make a t-shirt in five minutes on my iPhone Right. With probably an app from a t-shirt. You know, kind yeah, of, and have like, it produced and have it in your house in a yeah, week or two weeks. Totally. right? totally, post it on Instagram in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, that's when I think it's just about quality and then having, you know, you have to really think about what your voice is and what, you know, what you're trying to get across, you know?
0: And yeah, just, what your messaging is. Totally, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll ask a very woo-woo question. Yeah. Um Freedom is also like it's this thread that I struggle with, but they always say that it's an Aquarian thing. I'm an Aquarius. What are you? Oh, I'm a Leo. Oh, you're a Leo. Oh, yeah. okay. Leo, like, oh, it's like this is what I always say good heart, hardworking, <laughs> um, kind of center of attention. They're fine with the attention, but they usually have done something too. It's that the age attention. Of the right now really oh, it's the cool. age of course And It's so great. me. It's a time yeah. of invention right. and artistic expression. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, we're, we're entering a very we're interesting. LA. <laughs> so LA. But this is another show. I could talk about this shit all night long. Um, cool. Well, I thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. And uh, that was really insightful. And now even I feel inspired because I've been like, you know, there's things I have a whole bunch of notes in my phone. Yeah. Like when I see things I take notes and I'm like, that would be like cool in a t shirt or that would yeah. be cool just in general as a, a nice piece of graphic art, et cetera. Yeah. Um but just get ready for that those uh, those bumps and those those hills and valleys, totally. right? Yeah, and you know
1: when you have long lists like with iPhones and stuff like that, take a post-it note and put three points that you're gonna accomplish in that day. Right. You know? And then, you know, twice a week, three times a week, like one hour. If you, you know, if you have a full-time job and you're working during the day and, you know, art, design, all that stuff is like something on the side. Then, you know, one or three times a week, one hour at night or half an hour. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's helpful because when I have like a huge, I'm like, oh my God,
0: I have to create a whole collection.
1: But when I break it down and just like half an hour is nothing monday night okay cool
0: like smaller chunks yeah and then, yeah. then it's all
1: of a sudden it's three hours later
0: yeah i think mean, i think I would call it time some people call it like time crunching or what have you yeah. but yeah like it's like don't try to think about all overwhelmed by all these things you have to do yes. right now and just kind of like do little things little totally. things every day because um, then it becomes a habit uh, and then you just start Yeah, and then you don't even have to think about it, you're doing it naturally. Yeah. Which is the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I find, like,
1: too, once you have that spot set up in your house or wherever, your studio, you know, like, then you kind of, it just becomes, like, that's where I create and that's where I cook. And, you know, you just have that kind of rhythm when you're home and it doesn't feel like such a huge thing to pull everything out and all your supplies or whatever
0: yeah figure it out like i what I do sometimes a little bit is uh you can the Weho library is so beautiful oh, and yuk is so cute, so it has great art on the side, so you know it has like Ratna, it has um Shepherd, Shepherd fairy on the side. if you really looked at the what they put into the Weho library, you yeah. realize it's a masterpiece, so it's Whoa. modern and you can reserve for free hours in these basically conference rooms and a lot of them have a beautiful view of the hills etc really? and and they have a coffee shop downstairs do they have it? all the old Vogue magazines I think they might have all the Oval cuz the magazine section is beautiful yeah. and there's big like ceiling to floor windows and three hours of free parking and i have an electric car so i like to plug in and all that yeah. so like i always tell people like it's always resources if you like it's hard for me to work from home because it's so comfy and i just start falling asleep yeah. <laughs> so i have to get out of the house and la is so comfortable right it's warm every day we're spoiled yeah and so you have to kind of get out and get some you know get a space so if you have to like leave Definitely. home and the creative corner is not working for you you know Definitely do that too.
1: Put away the computer. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I think computers, as much as I love computers, I think that you can just waste a lot of time. It's great for banging out lots of stuff, but like, you know, draw first, sketch it out. You know.
0: Draw. What, draw? Yeah, does have to be good. So it damn just, analog. No, what? No, I have a moleskin. I still have an agenda. Yeah, exactly. But it helps me remember stuff. Like, I don't think the yeah. phone, I think the phone doesn't help you build any brain cells yeah. at all. No. But yeah, sometimes you have to write stuff down. You notice it sticks with you when I read actual books. I don't do like the Kindle. Like, as much as I love online, too, it's like you have to do some other stuff that's offline.
1: Well, it, it can be distracting because you go online and then you check Instagram and then it could be a hole and then you're like two you're hours in the later. hole you're in like the hole <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. you're <laughs> so like how I, many beyonce concerts can i watch tonight I know. like i have to get the hell up off of here this oh is, my god is...
1: so the, sometimes i find i just turn off everything and then it's just you have no distractions so then you're just really focusing on your art yeah because you know, that really helps because there's so many bells and whistles that go off and you know yeah. And then I record everything on VHS tape.
0: No, just oh, kidding. Oh, <laughs> shit. My VHS... I, okay. Honestly, I let the technology force me out. I didn't move on to uh, flat screen or yeah. uh, DVD or, or whatever until that was antiquated. Yeah. And so like I had like my iPhone 3 until it died and oh, then I yeah. got a 6. By the time I had a 3 and then I got a 6, the 3 yeah. literally committed suicide and that's what my 6 did. My 6 literally was like, oh, I'm done with you, Nicole. I got I got dumped. I got right. swiped left by my phone. And so that's literally that's how my relationship it. with technology is like it forced me well, it, into the new it, shit because every day yeah. it's like, now get the AirPods. Now get this. Get this. I'm I like, know. I don't want it. I don't want it.
1: I mean, it's the best thing in the world because, as a creative, you could be like, "Oh, I need this image," and you just look on your phone, and then there it is. Mm-hmm. You know, where I want information on something or an idea or whatever. But like, it can be also like, you know, as a creative, it could be very, you know, you go check one thing, and then all of a sudden, it's just hours things It's another clear. thing, so and another thing. Just, uh, yeah. To so the point
0: where I one time I had like my eyeballs like, <clears throat> like I can feel yeah, the fatigue in my too much eyes. Too much social. Yeah, you can just have a full-on, you know... And you're extroverted, and people in your DM, and all of that fun stuff... But well, I'm so glad that I got to meet you and talk to you about this stuff and um, giving the tips and everything. Because this has all been, I mean, I was already inspired previously and now I'm all re-inspired. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for Thank being you. on. You have to wear something. If you have to wear a t-shirt with the icon on it, it should be Christopher Lee Salve. But he had, but too late, guys. You're too, too young. You missed it. So. Wait until
1: February, Valentine's Day.
0: Valentine's Day, uh, February 2019. be a Hollywood romance yes yes I look forward to it thank you thank you